Pod Chef. Pod Chef. You're listening to Pod Chef. When I say pod, y'all say chef. Pod Chef. You listening to Pod Chef? It's a podcast about Top Chef. Welcome to Pod Chef, the official Top Chef podcast. I'm your host Jamal. With me, as always, is my co-host, the co-host of the most host, Reeve. Say what's up. What's up, everyone? We're here again, reviewing the freaking cooking show. Reviewing, cooking, good looking, mm-hmm. lurking, smirking. Are those toes? I'm jerking. <laughs> so, third mic. <laughs> third mic is making a face. Uh, let's introduce him. It's uh, hold on. Let me check my notes. What's his name again? Let me. Check your uh, notes. Uh, so Jackson, notes. comma Brian. Yeah, that's what the DMV on, calls on me. Third Mike, Brian Jackson. Or you know, in New York they don't call it the DM, or in New Jersey they don't call it the DMV. They call it the MVC, Motor Vehicle. I don't know. Mm, it's just weird that it's not the DMV. I don't know why. What's up, everybody? It's Brian, or as everyone has always called me on coffee mugs, brain. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> So just so everyone knows, quick update. Me and Brian aren't on the outs anymore. We're on the ins. Oh. We're on the ins. We're on the ins. We've repaired our friendship. We're on the ins. I know mm-hmm. a lot of people are worried about that. We're getting a lot of messages, people asking, how do you guys, you guys are such good friends. Why are you guys beefing? And I was like, I'm not beefing. That's be weird. Beefing. The messages I get are like, why is Jamal so mean to you? Why is Jamal being mean to you? Mm-hmm. And then Jamal says that you're beefing, but you're not really doing anything. It's mostly Jamal. And I'm yeah. just always like, yeah. And that's the opposite of the message I'm getting because they're like, gosh, Brian is like being very passive aggressive right now. It's like, <laughs> why wouldn't he just say what's on his mind? And like, he's got something to say. Why does he have to like kind of hide it and like dance around it? Why doesn't he just come out and say it? I'm like, guys, I don't know. That's just Brian's thing. Because I'm a wimpy. I'm a wimpy. Well, I didn't say that, but we're on the ends. We're on the ends. We're all the three best friends again, but we're not in love with each other because that's a rule that we have on this uh, podcast. Um, But we're back, and especially Brian is back because he was on a different zip code. Mm -hmm. Brian was taking yet another vacation. This guy... This is my only vacation of the year. So what are you many talking vacations. about? He's you've always on vacation. So many vacations. You've, you've been to concerts. That's a vacation from life. You've been. <laughs> you went to uh, restaurants. That's a vacation from home dinner. You that's went true. to wrestling shows. You went to wrestling shows. Like that's a vacation from watching wrestling on TV. Yep. You've been <laughs> taking all these vacations. Well, this was an actual vacation. We traveled. We drove. We packed up the the Kia. Put the dogs in the Kia. Both dogs, on. not just the dogs. Both. Yeah, we take them both. Went up to New Hampshire in the White Mountains, the beautiful that, White Mountains. And that translates both ways if people are thinking what I'm thinking, the White Mountains. there. Here's what I've learned. Mm-hmm. I've not spent a ton of time above New York. I've mm-hmm. gone up there a couple times, been to Boston, mm-hmm. been to Maine, been to New Hampshire. The people of color stop at New York. <laughs> it, has mm-hmm. been, it, has been my, it has been my experience mm-hmm. that people of color stop at New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's as far north as they want to yeah, go. It's too cold. <laughs> yeah. It's too cold. It's, it is always so – it's it's weird. It's, it, it, is, it is very prevalent. It's always like, huh. Mm-hmm. And then you feel kind of weird and it's like, is this okay? It's funny to me when people are like, New Hampshire, why is that such a conservative state? And I'm like, well, <laughs> a bunch of white people, yeah. <laughs> very small area. It's going to happen. And yeah, and New Hampshire's slogan on their license plate is live free or die. Mm-hmm. Die harder, right? And live free got... or die harder. Yes, yes. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, a good sponsor. Yeah, really good tie-in. They really like made it. You don't even think about it how yeah. like f- flawlessly it goes together. Mm-hmm. But man, it just what has a, a what picture a of state. Nakatomi Plaza mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. uh, fire coming out of it, and like Bruce Willis with blood on his face on the other side of the license plate. It's pretty Hell cool yeah. license. Yeah, plate. yeah. It's my favorite Halloween movie. <laughs> yeah, Join it's a up. weird. You had a couple friends. It'll be a good time. They said, "Go trick or treating." <laughs> <laughs> That debate, man. Is it a Halloween movie or is it not? It is for me. 
<laughs> hey, Hans. Uh, trick or treat, <laughs> trick or treat, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he is a cowboy in that, right? Yeah, see, that's yeah, what I'm saying. It's a Halloween yeah. movie. Yeah, wow. decided to go as a cowboy for Halloween. Mm-hmm. There's a cop in it. People love dressing up as cops for Halloween. Oh, people yes. love the cop. I dressed up as that cop for Halloween. Did you? Yeah. I now only did, I only did the line. Were you that cop, or were you that same cop in Family Matters? I was that same cop, but in Family Matters, but I was pretending to be in Die Hard. So it was like. So those aren't the same universe. I know, but I was being the same cop. So I was trying to blend universes. I was trying to third beat it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I do know what you're saying, improv. Um, New Hampshire is a weird little state. Uh, Everything is ski, chalet. Everything is like chalet, chalet this, chalet that. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. shall I ski? And I didn't. There was no no snow. We did a bunch of hiking. Ate the food where we were like wasn't anything to write home about except for our last meal there, which was mm, oh I sent pictures mm. to you guys. It yeah, was so did. good. Looked good. If you guys are ever in the White Mountains, White Mountain Cider Co. Uh, it was amazing. And our server Dora, great, wow. fantastic, fun lady with a little Is dragon necklace on, little dragon necklace. Okay. Is she an explorer? No, I think she was just probably an old stoner. Um. And it was, she was fantastic. It was great. So it was Dora, such, it was such a good meal. Okay. Yeah. Dragon necklace. Did it ever start glowing at some point? And she was like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> it did start glowing. And she was like, and she was like, oh, you know what this means? <laughs> and we were, and we were kind of like, no, she was like, good. You're not supposed to know. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you ask? <laughs> she just like, wanted to be it. sure. Well, that's mm. smart of her. She has to check in to make sure her secrets are still, you yeah. know, not circulating around. Because if you guys mm-hmm. are like, oh yeah, you know, it's a dragon from another universe that's contacting you because it needs your help. Yep. Then she she's did. like, oh. <laughs> when I when I bag. when I reached my hand out to uh, to grab the bill, she did grab my hand and flip it over and look at my wrist, and she was like, ah, never mind, and threw mm-hmm. it back at me, and I was like, what? And she said she thought she saw. it a matching tattoo yeah. mm-hmm. but it um but i didn't have it and then she showed me her tattoo mm-hmm. and it did say live laugh love across the wrist yeah mm. of course <laughs> yeah yours just says live laugh right yeah mine just says live laugh <laughs> it, it started to hurt i didn't get the love they <laughs> like they were planning to do it i asked for all three they did live and i was like oh boy they did laugh and i was like okay i'm done <laughs> Um, you it sure works. You don't want the love, and you're like, no, no, I'm good. Yeah. I don't want any love. It hurts too much. Yeah, it's too painful. Yeah, it hurts a lot. But uh, it's great, fantastic meal. Overall, good little trip. Dogs got a lot of ticks on. We kept finding ticks on oh, their little no. heads crawling around. Oh boy. <laughs> so we I did hope. some tick research. The little right. black ticks are mostly fine. If they have the little color on them, that's when they're bad. Yeah. Only the females carry disease. Forty percent of ticks. Carry Lyme disease, 40%. And to that, I say, God, what are you doing? Well, there's no condoms. Ticks yeah. don't have any condoms. They're too They're small. They're fucking, and it's just wild, wild west out there. They make f- f- more fitting ones now. Mm-hmm. Say they're too small. The, yeah. You just got to buy them. You, I mean, it's embarrassing, but just buy them. It's super embarrassing. They always drop out of my hand. Not that I've used them, but they always drop out of my hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, if go go to New Hampshire if you want to see a bunch of white people, um, and mountains. We took a train up to the top of uh, Mount Washington, and it was so foggy you couldn't see anything. Nice. Apparently, has the worst weather in North America or in the world. Like it says, in the world, in the world? it's because they've it's the it's the place where the highest recorded wind gusts has been recorded by man. And that's to say, whereas a woman done it, and I they didn't write that down. But the, okay. it was like over two hundred well, miles per hour. She off the mountain, I think, when she was yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just it's always rainy there and crappy there. And um, has there been any hurricanes or anything like actual natural disasters there? Well, see, I think what they think because that seems like that's you live in bad. Area, waves, that, you're wrong. Yeah, waves, you're wrong. That, that would be worse. Just but, wind uh, on itself is wind. the worst kind of nature that yeah. you can have to deal with. Doesn't have to be in tornado form 
or hurricane form. Listen Thousands of people don't have to die for it to be bad, Reeves. Yeah, listen okay. to you and your privilege, Reeves. That's right. Uh, <laughs> yep, that's a good point. A super windy day, and it's so frustrating to be outside. Oh, it's so yeah. windy outside. The worst weather in the world. Think about all the things you can't do when it's just windy outside. It's like I can't read outside. I yeah, can't no. all look the pages. at my business papers outside. Mm-hmm. They go everywhere. Yeah, yeah, I can't fly my kite. Because it's too windy. It's too windy. Yeah, I I can't even get it up because I'm like throwing it up and it's just crashing in the sky. It goes sideways. Yeah, Yeah, it's going sideways. I'm like, this is too windy. I need to be less windy, but still windy. Can't golf. Can't golf. Can't Can't play. Can't play sports. Can't pee. No, can't, absolutely yeah, can't not. Pee. Oh, it's everywhere gosh. all over my car. My car is right now. I love a good pee straight out mm-hmm. in front of me. And when <laughs> it's windy and I see the curve, I'm like, look, one of these things is already curved. I don't need a second curve. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And you guys know what I'm talking about, right? My driveway. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> very curved. Yeah, my driveway is very curved. And so when I try and pee straight and it's windy, it just matches the driveway and I don't like it. Yeah. Well, you know, worst weather in the world said. There's, I got a picture of me next to the sign. I'll show it to you guys. Yes. I got some souvenirs uh, that have nothing to do with New Hampshire. I went to a store called Headlines, and this is getting long, but I'll shorten it up, which we thought was just like it had a weird font that said Headlines, but the window had wind chimes in it. And I've been wanting a wind chime, so we go in there. Turns out it's a head shop, a souvenir shop, and a knife store. And uh, I bought I bought okay. a Corinthian bells wind chime that I'm Holy very happy God. about. It was, it was sixty bucks, which was, was which was one of the cheaper wind chimes there. <laughs> what? Very excited about you it. You can make your own wind chimes though. No, right? this one sounds beautiful. This oh, it's okay. a Corinthian. It's oh. these are Corinthian bells, and it's in it's it's in C. It's beautiful. Beautiful. Reeves is thinking zirconian. He's not thinking Corinthian. (laughs) These are beautiful wind chimes. He's a wonderful key to be into. Um, And I bought a pocket knife. (laughs) For protection. Protection. I I talked to the guy behind the pocket knife stand. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm vaguely interested in a a pocket knife. And that turned into a 30-minute conversation with Mm -hmm. him telling me things I did not know and will never know about knives. About Mm -hmm. like... The hardness of the steel and the softness of the steel and how it like rusts and mm-hmm. all this stuff. He showed me five knives. One of them he said would be good for weddings because it was small. He was like, "This is the one you want if you're going to <laughs> if you're going to a wedding." And he he was like, he was like, "I cut my red meat with my pocket knife." And I was like, "What the fuck is?" He was the it was the wildest conversation I've ever heard. I just was like, "I want mine so I can cut a rope one day," <laughs> you know? Because Brian's gonna be uh, tied up and he's like. Oh. Thank God I got that pocket knife. And he like wiggles yeah. his pocket knife out and he like cuts the rope and escapes yeah. and saves his family. Just in, that's all I want. Just in case I ever need to wiggle out to get my pocket knife and cut a rope. That's all I wanted. But he told me you can cut it, cut red meat with it, but then you got to oxidize it with a lime or a lemon. And I was like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, or it'll get rust. So I spent $48 on that. <laughs> do you, do you, so you've spent $78 Man. or something so far? No, I was, at, I was at like $110 what I ended up spending between uh, my Corinthian oh, bells. Oh, right, right. Yeah, and taxes and my pocket knife, which I, I don't know where it is. Yeah, was it, sure let's show us that Damascus steel. How many times was the knife folded over the yeah. steel? Just once. Just once. Boo. And then yesterday I went to we went to Target. Mm-hmm. We were buying Halloween stuff, which is already mm-hmm. picked over, folks. If you haven't decorated for Halloween yet, it's picked over. It's done. Well, yeah, because October first happened and everyone went there. Yeah. yeah. And I we got a I bought a Dustin Rhodes action figure. It's the first one I saw in the wild of these AEW action figures, so I had oh, to get it. Man. Not stoked that it's Dustin, but you know, I had to buy it. Brian, don't open it. It loses its value if you and... open it. Or is this why we need to have a video tier so I people can so. see this? Can see, you know, <laughs> I'm doing an unboxing video right now. Well, that's interesting. All right, here's my knife. Given the email I got from Tom. Brian's knife says, don't tread on me. Yeah. So here's... here's and it's knife. yellow. It's, <laughs> it's got green. the. That's a Proud Boys knife. All right, watch. Yeah. Hey, watch this. Oh! Okay. He's going to hurt himself. One this is terrifying, right? <laughs> He's going to hurt himself one day. <laughs> Just putting that out there right now. He's going to... Fool around with that knife, he's going to cut himself one day, and we're going to talk about it on the podcast one day. I will say this, that that does look small enough that you could get it into a wedding. Like, if yeah. it's, Well, this, is, this isn't even the wedding one, though. That's it was a smaller the one that he was going to be good for a wedding. Okay. It came with a carrying case. Ooh. So him saying that leads me to believe either 
he had a problem with that or someone came to him, which is the scenario I prefer, and was like, I need a knife that's small enough that I could bring it to the wedding. And then and no after knows. he helped that person, he was like, well, I have to incorporate this into my whole spiel now because <laughs> there's a market yeah. for this. Yeah. <laughs> and he he didn't know there was a wedding knife market. Yeah. Now he does know. Yeah. Which yeah. I have known about the wedding knife market. Every wedding I go to, I bring a knife with me. Yeah. Really? You never, yeah, because here's why. One, <clears throat> you don't know what's going to happen. If they're going to say yes, I do, I don't. You don't know what's going to break out. Yeah, what's going to happen afterwards, yeah. Yeah, so it's like I always want some kind of protection on me. And secondly, bears. And yes. as we learned by going to Stephen uh, Stephen Mann's wedding, there are bears, yes. and you have to have a knife on you. There was a bear there. It was very hungry. Very hungry. It was at a distance away from us, but it was a freaking bear, and it was in the middle but of the day. it was big. <laughs> yeah. It could have crushed us. Yeah. Really Easily. Yeah. You'd think the bear smelled my cologne. It was like, you smell like honey. <laughs> honey. We have that honey cologne? Yeah, I was wearing. Um, it was just syrup I put on myself. Yeah, um, <laughs> I call it cologne because I took a bath in it, mm-hmm. and it smells like honey and not syrup. It s- smells like honey. It's it's honey based syrup. Ooh, that sounds really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what the bees thought. He was covered in yeah. bees. Yeah, bees were bothering me. Your bees mm-hmm. was the suit, right? You had a suit of bees. I had a suit of bees, and then um, the bear was like, "Oh, I smell honey," and you know how bears love to mess with bees. Mm-hmm. They're mortal enemies. Mortal enemies. Yeah. They both so. want the same thing. So, all right, Brian took a trip, um, bought some knives, bought some chimes, mm-hmm. Corinthian chimes, Corinthian bells. Um, so he had a had an interesting uh, week. Uh, Reeves, did you did you get anything from Tom? So, great question, and it is completely unplanned how this kind of ties in a little bit with what we were just talking about. I reached out to Tom because Whoa. I was like. I haven't gotten anything from you in a while. You know, what's yeah. going on? How are you what's doing? Yeah, what's how's everything going with everything you've been writing? Didn't respond. Hmm. And then earlier this morning, he, well, he didn't respond to the email. He sent me another email that's kind of like the subject's like, must read now. <laughs> and I look, and I opened it up and it was like, there's, there's nothing in the subject line. There's just uh, an attachment to like a YouTube video that's like private at this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and unlisted. it's, yeah, unlisted. And it's him and kind of what, you know, Brian was talking about with, you know, unpacking videos that I guess maybe we'll get into. I think that's what Tom wants to get into now because it was him and it's like he has like a box and he kind of opens it. And he's like, "Oh, what do we got in here?" And he pulls out, and it's like uh, it's corn. And he's like, and he shows it to the camera, and he kind of rolls it around slowly. And he was like, "Yeah, this is a very good piece of corn. It's very nice. It's very yellowy." And then he kind of puts it to the side. And he's like, "What else do we got in here?" And he pulls out, and it's like a zucchini or something, mm-hmm. and like shows it around. And it's it's like. I mean, honestly, this thing is like 45 minutes of him just, I think he just went to the farmer's market and got a lot of stuff mm-hmm. and it was just showing just food. I think he thinks there's like a market for this, which I guess there is. Um, I mean, you watched it. I watched the whole thing and it was one of those <laughs> things that like in the beginning, I'm like, what the hell? What is this? Why do I care? And then at a certain point, I was kind of like, well, what else is in the box? Mm-hmm. seems like there are some interesting things oh that's a pretty that's a nice tomato i could go for a tomato and then it's like 45 minutes later it's like i've just watched him pull out a bunch of vegetables so i don't know i think he's got something there he never cooked with them he just showed them off no he just showed them that's it and it was never really like there was never like an opinion he had on it other than him being like oh yeah i don't i don't have one of these grapes <laughs> like, oh, this, is, this is a nice grape and he just puts it to the side no plans of what he, he's going to do with it why he has it where it came from any of that just showing and kind of slightly talking about it was no, it just like, vegetables did he have any like dairy or anything we had a fruit no no dairy two fruits, tomato grape yeah he mm. he had some fruits and vegetables that was about it and I kind of hmm. thought, oh, there, this is like maybe a fish. Maybe this will like go into because I yeah. saw like how long it was. I was like, okay, maybe he's going to prepare something. We know how much he likes fish that he would like yeah. show us how to like clean or cook something. No, none of that. Just showing the the vegetables and fruit, hmm. and then kind of like a half opinion on it, and that was it. Hmm. I thought he was going to like maybe do some tacos because he said corn, and you know, I was like, oh, that's we're what in, you would we're think. In the realm, we're in the realm of tacos. 
Yeah. And there's and then, no call to action, no like like subscribe, no like not really. I mean the very end of the video, so it cuts and then it opens on another one and he's got a box <clears throat> that just says fruit on it. And he's like, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. And he gets a sledgehammer and he smashes it. And then he like gets a knife and opens it. And he's like, What did I even have in this? What did I have? And then he pulls it out and it's like a smashed cantaloupe. He's like, Oh no, a cantaloupe. I smashed this. So it's like, I think there's like a whole subculture within the culture of unboxing where you destroy Smashing. things. Yes. Smashing. Yeah. So he did that too. Smash boxing. Smash boxing. He's a smash brother. So mm-hmm. I guess he's trying to get into that kind of stuff. I don't, I don't know. I, I feel like there's going to be a script maybe next week or something like that. But he's this... kind of taking a break from that to, to explore these b- unboxing and smash mm-hmm. boxing videos. Yeah. Somebody once told me the world was going to roll me sort of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's smash mouth. That's close. That's why I said that. It's pretty okay. close. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty yeah. Close. <laughs> Thanks for saying that, Brian. So we'll move on to uh, Chefs I Prepared for You. This is a segment we do all the time where we talk about what we had for dinner last night and only last night and present it to you as if we're presenting it to the judges on Top Chef. I'll go first. Chefs I Prepared for You, lime and fajita spiced chicken breast, roasted broccoli, and sautéed sweet potatoes. You guessed it. You guessed it. You You guessed it. it. I could have guessed it. Now, did did you sous vide it? Did you sous vide it? Before yeah, your did chicken? you sous vide it? I did not sous vide it okay. before. I was just sautéing it in butter. Mm. Is the lime an actual lime or lime spice? No, it's an actual lime. Okay. Ooh. Mix lime and fajita spice together. Baste it on the chicken. Do you? Here's a question. After you right. after you guys squeeze a lime, here we go. Dig a bite of that bad boy. <laughs> I knew you were gonna ask me that. Here's what I do. <laughs> I put not it not in my tell. mouth. I close my lips and then I go over to my wife and I smile real big mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then I have a heart attack. <laughs> what does your wife say? Fredo. Yeah. <laughs> she goes, Papa! <laughs> Even though that's a different scene, but it's all funny. <laughs> um, I don't take a bite. I'm sorry. You don't? I love take a bite. I want to see how, see if I can, you know. Handle it. Yeah. Hold on, I'm going to turn our TV on downstairs. It's very loud. Let me go close my door. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So here's He's something that won't be kept on the podcast. What I do, though, sometimes <clears throat> is I'll take a lime and a lemon and a seltzer, a plain uh, non-flavored seltzer, mm-hmm. and I will squeeze a lime and a lemon juice into the bottom of the cup and then pour the seltzer on top. And apparently that's good for your liver. And good oh. for digestion. So I'll drink that acid drink to uh, boost the old acids in the stomach. That's good. So is it like the vi- – it's, so it's the acidity of mm-hmm. lemon and limes? Oh, mm-hmm. okay. But apparently there's a lot of stuff in actual raw lime juice or in lemon juice that's good for your liver. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It's also good – uh, when I had kidney stones, they were like, just drink water and lemon squeeze. And that's what I did to yep. help break up the um, yep. kidney stones. Oh. Now, why did you have kidney stones? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you're not drinking enough water? Maybe. Hmm. I don't know. I, was it, How painful was it? I heard it was comparable to giving birth, Brian. Mm-hmm. I mean, I... <sighs> I, I mean, I have a love. It hurt, but you know what? It's worth it for the love that I have now with this loving kidney stone in my life that just like makes mm-hmm. every every day better. I wake up, I look into its little rock face, and it mm-hmm. looks like me. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's becoming a little me, and it's worth the pain and suffering and what it did to my body. Completely changed my body, and um, but it's you know it's for worth the better. It. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, it hurt. It hurt a lot. I went to. <laughs> I went to. I, I, I was living in. Did, yeah. I was living in D.C. at the time, and I went to the Howard University Hospital, and I proceeded to sit in the waiting room for three hours. Uh, it was at two a.m. That sounds about right. Then when they gave me medicine, they gave me Tylenol, and I said, "Can I have something stronger?" And they said, "No, we don't really do that here." Um, and then I got sent home at like six a.m. <laughs> We don't do that kind of stuff here. She was like, that's, we don't really do, the next step up is like narcotics. We don't really get it. And I was like, okay, I'm not, 
I'm not here trying to score narcotics. I'm peeing blood. Says every and I, person there exactly, trying to score yeah. narcotics. At 3 a.m., I'm like, ooh, give me, give me drugs. But no, man, And I that's like, how you were there when you were there. You're like, give me drugs, man. It I was hurts, like, man. bent over in pain, peeing blood every three seconds. She was like, yeah. here's Tylenol. And I was like, great. I'll go fuck myself, I guess. <laughs> That is the prescribed medicine. That shit fucking suck. Now I see people, whatever people who I know on Instagram, are like, I got kidney stones yesterday. They're like, I'm on morphine. I'm like, what the fuck? I didn't. They're I should deal with it. Brian, you should have went to George Washington. We were close. We were we were living in uh, Shaw, so we were like super close to. I know, our, but you got to go out of your way to get that. Good, well, we good. didn't know that then. <laughs> yeah, we were too stupid then. We, we know it now. We baby. know it now. <laughs> now I know. All right. Okay. Uh, that's what I had. Chefs, I prepared for you a grilled prosciutto and arugula pizza, baby. Holy crap. Holy grilled crap. pizza. Yeah. I'd never done How'd it you before. Grill it? Um, you you got to oil the grate mm-hmm. ahead of time, and mm-hmm. then you got to really oil the bottom. I watched like seven videos on it because nice. I was like, there's no so way this smart. is going to work. Yeah, Ryan, um, are you taking notes? This is called effort. This is what I do with well, my Well, I'm time. not taking notes, but this is recorded, so I'm okay. okay you should be taking notes. <laughs> well, that's what you would tell your professors Watch all the time. when they were like videos. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, well, your professors would be like, what are you doing? And you just have a tape recording. Like, I'm recording the notes. I'm I need to take notes. And then you would just lean back and put your hat <laughs> down your and up. go right to sleep in class. Yep, drop my sunglasses that have my eyes painted open on them. <laughs> And then you'd stop showing up and you just have your friend bring the tape recorder for you and put it and on the And then my desk. friend would stop showing up and yeah. just the tape recorder would go. The recorder graduated summa cum laude. They did oh, great. Wow. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. That's going to be a good career. That's but now they work, for, uh, <laughs> they work for uh, J.P. Morgan now. Make mm. a lot of money. As a court reporter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a ton of money. Yeah. As a stenographer. Yeah. So, yeah, I grilled it. Um, do you put like raw pizza dough on the grill? Yeah. So you got to, the, the main thing, which I, I've never really made homemade pizza before. So this is my first time and definitely not on the grill. So really the main thing is you just have to have all the ingredients and stuff that you're going to put on afterwards and slash during all ready set up. Yeah. Ready to go. Mise en place. Exactly. So you may, you know, you just stretch out the pizza dough, then you oil it a little bit. You oil the grates, you turn it on and you basically just flop it on it. Mm-hmm. And then it it it's okay. You just kind of have to continuously check it. And eventually mm-hmm. it just kind of, it, it sticks at first. But then after like maybe 30 seconds, it, release. it solidifies. Yeah, it releases. And you just kind of have to rotate it. And then you flip it over. And then you put your stuff on. You close it. It takes like maybe 10 minutes to do. I have a Not question. Bad. Was this a square pizza? Rectangle? So it could have been. I. It was probably more of like an oblong circular okay. shape that i ended up doing i didn't really put too much effort into like the shape i just try to like make it thin in certain parts did you have to poke any holes in the top of the fork so there's no air bubbles that's a good point i didn't do that but i did read that you're supposed to but i did mm-hmm. not do that hey you're talking to a master home pizza <laughs> this guy cooking. knows all right yeah yeah maybe next time but i was surprised with how easy it is and also pizza dough is not well, I guess I shouldn't talk about prices of things here. I got in trouble for it last time. <laughs> Brian, uh, Breeze, what you got to do is you got to make your own dough. Were, were you making your own dough? Did I didn't do that. Dough? I bought it because yeah. it's like way easier. But yeah. Bubbly. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Bubbly here's, pizza. Here's, Bubbly. Here's, here's a uh, tip for everyone listening and they want to go uh, make their own pizza dough. You need to use bread flour, not all-purpose flour. Mm, none of that bleach stuff. Well, it's just bread flour is better for bread and doughs. Makes Can sense. I ask you a question? No. All right. So, what do you have for uh, dinner, Brian? I'm gonna ask it anyway. <laughs> These pizzas you make at home. Uh huh. Uh, they here, taste better. Here it comes. Here they it comes. taste better than buying a pizza from a pizza place. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Brian. I've made pizzas at home and it never tastes as good as a pizza place okay. pizza. And now okay. we're gonna get into. And now it we're now. gonna get into a lack of effort again. No, uh, we try. We even make the dough. We make the dough. We make the sauce. Right, but you Brian. can't put it in the microwave. Yes, you, you can't put you it in the just... microwave. You can't put it in the toaster oven. It's faster that way. No, <laughs> fifteen ruined. minutes or less. You've this guy wants to sous vide a pizza. He fifteen tried minutes to or vacuum less. seal it <laughs> and, and try to sous vide it. If it's not done in fifteen minutes, it's free for me. Yeah, it becomes free. Yeah. Yeah, I take it to the sewer. I think we've made this exact joke before. Yeah, yeah. we got 30 seconds, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's not as good. Pizza places do it better. No, they don't. You're just They're not professionals. Right. You're they're not gross. making it right, that's all. 
You how many times have you made a cast iron skillet pan pizza? Mm, never. Exactly. That's my point. You're not putting in the right amount of effort. I'll try. I have a cast which iron is, skillet. I can which try is now. what what we've talked about, Brian, when we were on the outs. We're not we doing about that again. We're not getting into effort again. <laughs> all the things that come up is that you're not putting in enough effort. And if to our fans they thought there was too much discussion of effort in that one episode. Can you imagine what was cut out? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, half an hour of just effort grilling. Um, of just uh, Jamal berating me. Chef, yeah. last night I prepared. I call it tough love, baby. I prepared for you uh, fish and chips, but don't get all excited. It was frozen fish cutlets that were breaded that I had and then of french course. fries. Yeah, it was a, you know, we had just gotten back from vacation. It was a, it was a late day. It was, it was a late too day. busy, yeah. Yeah, yeah I get it. So, yeah, I get it. <clears throat> you know, it tasted... Kind of like crap, but uh... <laughs> a little soggy. Not as crisp yeah. as it should no, be. No, they actually crisp up pretty well. It's oh, the that's um, it's it's the it's the Trader Joe's uh, breaded tilapia fillets. They 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 crisp up pretty good. If you're looking for like some crappy frozen fish, uh, mm-hmm. can't go wrong there. Put some old bay on the French fries. You know how we do. Yeah, malt right. vinegar on all those suckers. You know how he do. You know how I do. And you know, there we go. That's what I had, chefs. Hmm. Okay. Tasty. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was tasty. Something like a snack on a plane. We'll be right back after this commercial. Perfect. <laughs> Brian will find a way to fuck it up. All right. Punch up. Do you ever need a greeting card, Brian? Are you, Is this? Oh, do you guys ever need a greeting card? Yeah. Sometimes. sometimes. Yeah. Depends <sighs> on the situation. And when you're looking for a greeting card, are you looking for like? the same stuff they got in the stores all the time or do you want something new that someone's gonna be like this is different i think i want the second one yeah Yeah, everyone wants something different so here's what you need to understand there's a new company called oh hey you and that's you if you can um don't laugh because that's actually the company name if you can bleep out the word and when I said it there again, because I don't know if that's good for the family, but it is a company Wait, called. But how oh, are we going to go to their website then? We well, it I'll, I'll get to that. Okay, so we say, "Oh, hey, comma, fuck you," and bleep that again. Is uh, there a this, comma in the website URL? No, the website URL is https. Yeah, put that s there. Uh, colon <laughs> backslash backslash www that oh hey Dot com. Oh. So that's www.ohayfckyou.com slash shop. You can see all kinds of cards there. They've got cards for birthdays, for weddings, for birthday weddings. You've got animals. You've got dragons. You've got castles. You've got people. You've got shapes, all kinds of artists. But if you want to see, you want to contribute to a company that's made in DC and you want to send a greeting card that's a little bit outside the norm and has unique designs made by local artists insides are blank for whatever you want to write oh hey fuck you is the place you want to go it's one part internet meme one part hallmark and one part pop-up ingenuity we're not just your grandma's yearly check holder and I've seen my grandma's yearly check holder and it is a basic okay <laughs> she's She's very basic when it comes to her my checkholders. my grandmother's yearly check holders are vulgar. Okay, well, um, this is made in Washington D.C. These green cards are designed with goals, a spot on your refrigerator, and in your heart. With their minimalistic style and obsessively thoughtful curation, illustration, and development, these cards are simply better than the others. I want you all to hear this. If you're getting a card somewhere else, they're not as good. These are better. It's simply they're better than the others. And if you thought things couldn't get any zanier, okay, they have a mascot. Can you guys even guess what the mascot is? I am on their site right now. It's a capybara. Oh, I was going to guess anthropomorphic card. Nope, it's a capybara, and that's nature's most chill and mellow animal. And legally, (laughs) the lawyer said, I can't really say that because everyone knows that a sloth is nature's most chill and mellow animal. So a capybara, which is a mix between like a rat, a beaver, and uh, a baby bear, is um, maybe not the most chill. Baby bara. uh, is maybe not the most chill and mellow animal. Um, it's technically um, categorized as a pest. But hey, go check out Oh Hey F*** You. Go get a greeting card, man. Use promo code PODCHEF to get four cards or more for 
$5 each, a.k.a. 20% off. Always free shipping to the U.S. and internationally. Now, if you are based on Mars, you are going to have to pay some shipping. Mm-hmm. How much? It's like $200,000 if you're in Mars. That's not but, bad. That's not but if you're bad. in the U.S. That's or internationally, yeah, if you're U.S. or internationally, if you're based on the globe, it's free shipping all the time. What all if I lived in Australia? Free shipping. Okay. Even for me, mate. Oh, Even for you, man. Freaking you. Uh, Ben Simmons is here. It's me. I'm going to do a slam dunk. Not in Philadelphia next year, though. Yeah, yeah that's a lot of drama going on. So it's always free shipping to the U.S. internationally. That's promo code PODCHEF. Get four cards or more for $5 each. Hey, get 20% off. Oh, hey, f*** you. That's www.ohayfcku.com slash shop. PODCHEF. And we're back. Season 4, episode 13 of the podcast. Season 3, episode 13 of the show, Snacks on a Plane. This is where you press play. You, you've pulled up Hulu. You've been listening to the intro, and you're like, man, when are they going to get to the episode? We're getting to the episode now. Mm-hmm. So press play. This is all you need to know about the episode, okay? And we're doing it, and they're super excited because guess what? We got Padma waking them up in the morning. Yeah, she... Ooh, she crept in she like just, a cat burglar. She just slowly slinks. She just, she just, she just on the in. floor. She yep. slithers in. She yep. tickles Casey, da-da, and Casey da-da, goes, oh, this is da-da, funny. Da-da, and she yeah, walks she into CJ's da-da, room, da-da, and then and CJ is like, thank excited. God, this is my dreams. And she's yeah. like, I'm not going to touch you. Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to touch you weird. that's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, she she did do that. Which they and like to do. They like yeah. waking them up at some point. Yeah, and they really do love slumber. that. Yeah. They had 20 minutes to serve her breakfast using only the butane burner, a Breville blender, and a selection of ingredients brought over from the Top Chef pantry. So they she woke them up thinking, get up. And she was like, I'm hungry. Cook for me. <laughs> yeah. And mm-hmm. so that's what they do. And people were like still in their pajama jammies. Mm-hmm. People were in robes. I was like, man, Casey was in a robe. Casey was in a robe. <laughs> Can you believe it? A robe. Can, a robe. Cooking in You're a cooking. robe. In a robe. Can we um, talk about the Breville blenders real quick? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Was they supposed to use those things? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they had to, they were supposed to make something that was blended. It didn't seem like you had to use it. She mentioned it. But at no point did she say have to use the Breville blender. She, like she she said, like the blender will make a something something. But then at the end, yeah. it was like who utilized the blender the best? Yeah, because yeah, she she wanted someone to use the blender. But I feel like it wasn't said they had to use. It, it. was a commercial for the blender. But it uh, it was sort of was. It didn't feel like in her instructions they said like part of this you know, game yeah. is that you need to use it. It wasn't until afterwards that they were like, oh yeah, you need to use it, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Thank you for using it. Yeah. Here is what happened. She got so caught up in like waking up the people, mm-hmm. the contestants. She was like, I forgot to tell them that the blender is kind of a big fucking deal. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's what happened. She was like, and CJ almost got us in trouble because he was flirting too much. Yeah. And I lost my train of thought. I was supposed to tell them, hey, use the blender, you dummies. Everyone's got to use the blender somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they're all but in a rush. They're all going they, really fast to get their They may have been in too much of a rush because Hung is grabbing stuff and he drops truffle oil and it shatters on the ground and he denies dropping it even though we can all see it. Let's listen to him. The very, very beginning, Hung knocks a bottle of truffle oil off of the counter. We're wearing flip-flops, some are in socks, some are barefooted. I did not spill the truffle oil. If I did, I apologize, but I don't think I did. We literally see him pick something up and knock it off and then just leave it. Much like he did earlier when he dropped some of those crawfish, whatever, crayfish, and he just left it on the floor. It is great that even in this time, before the time we live in now, that if you just blatantly lie about something that yeah. has so much evidence yeah. to the contrary that you there really isn't an argument against yeah. the person that's just like that didn't actually happen, yep. even though you're like, I did see it happen, though. Yeah. Gaslighting is powerful back then. Yep. It was. Yeah. And Hung really likes to was. do it. And people were barefooted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Barefooted. Casey, Casey's wearing flip flops. Thank goodness. And she almost slips on the truffle oil. But hey, we get a big close shot of them toes yeah can we look feet freaks we're talking feet covering oil yeah truffle oil expensive oil truffle Truffle oil oil. Mm. (sighs) you guys like breakfast (laughs) (laughs) 
Even with truffle oil, you say gross truffles. Yeah. Truffles, uh, truffle oil. Just this, this, this whole part of our show, I'm not into, <laughs> and I really have to emphasize that it's mm. yeah. But you know, I, I don't want to. I don't want to being inclusive. Yeah, I don't know yeah. why we're body shaming. I mean, it's just feet. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the feet were on camera, but she's safe. She didn't slip and fall. Uh, Padma, when she's going to taste the food, she tells Hung to his face, "You know, I don't like steak and eggs." And then she eats his food and is like, "Oh, this is actually pretty good." Good job. Um, Hung wins the quick fire with his steak and eggs as well. So that's interesting. What? That's just poor judging to be like, "I don't like this kind of food." Yeah. And then, she, and then she does like and it. She's like, but "Now I, saying, I like, like it." Yeah. I get that like judging food in general is going to be like you can't really be like totally impartial. You just can't mm-hmm. do it. But to be like, I don't like what you made at all before I've eaten it. <laughs> like it's just yeah. like, all right, well, fuck you. Other people do. Yeah. yeah. Why, yeah. Why not eat it and then say, yeah, I thought I wasn't going to like this because I don't like steak and eggs and I don't yes, like it. That's what you do afterwards. Yeah. Also, hung is classic, classic American dish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything's classic. This is classic. Everything about him is classic. classic. Everything that's been done for the last 800 years. Yeah. Everyone's done steak and eggs. Everyone's done, uh, uh, what do they do? Savory French toast for the last 600 years. Everyone's yeah. Done. yeah. Forever. We've established Everything we've that done has been done. He's having an existential crisis. So he's yeah. just yeah. like, I'm just going to do everything that's already been done. Cause it's yeah. like, what the hell is the point? So after Hung wins the quick fire, um, Padma's very giddy and she's like, guess what? We're leaving Miami. You're going somewhere and gives Hung all of these like boarding passes. And Hung's like, oh, what do I do with this? And it's from Continental Airlines. So you know it's somewhere within the Continental U.S. because they only fly inside the Continental U.S. because they're mm-hmm. called Continental. And so. Could be. Uh, could just be the continent, though. Could be Canada or Mexico. Nope, nope, nope. nope. It's Continental. It's just the Continental U.S. Um, also, hold, wait, wait. It, it, we have to make sure we mention it. Hung also gets a copy of Padma's new cookbook. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. That's what he won. Instead which, of immunity. Which we won. know that she read and tasted a bunch of recipes before mm-hmm. it went in that book. Mm-hmm. Yep. Her new cookbook, which is called, at the time, Tangy, Tart, Hot, and Sweet. TTHS is what I like to call it when I refer to it. TTHS? I'm like, uh, Tangy, Tart, Hot, you Sweet, whatever I'm... You say that on Fridays to all your yeah. coworkers, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, hey, you know what? It's been a long week, but TTHS, right? Yeah. And everyone's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Padma also seemed a mixture of sleepy and drunk at the end of this episode. <laughs> well, I, she was drinking alcohol. Yeah. Oh. There were some boozy drinks, I think, that they gave her. Um, yeah. But she seemed, she she just seemed she a little, like she was super, like floating a little bit. Yeah. yeah she really, yeah. She, she gave them the, the uh, gave Hung the, uh, tickets and then like turned around like with a huge smile after, yeah. like saying see you later and like turned around and, like <laughs> yeah and it was very like, giggly okay, you are buzzed <laughs> for sure and then like it was like here hung you hand these out <laughs> yeah because she didn't want to walk <laughs> yeah she knew she yeah. couldn't she do it fall, she would have fell down <laughs> yeah. yeah well the she way she like, gave it to her she's like can you just take these i got she's it. like actually actually hung can you just um my head it was my like head swimming down. you just hand these out please God. Can someone stop the room from spinning? Why are we in a rotating penthouse? Yeah, why am I in a, why am I in a Christopher Nolan video? Why is the room spinning? Why am I Joseph Gordon-Levitt fighting in a spinning room? Yes, mm-hmm. and these are all good references. That's a great reference. Yeah. So um, the chefs open up their continental... And drum roll, we go to commercial break. We get a nice hangnail <laughs> yep. ending here, cliffhanger, commercial right. break. And we come back and find out, guess where they're going? They're going to New York City. Whoa. Wow. Whoa. Wow. And wow. if you're in hot, nice Miami, the next thing you want to do is go to dirty, cold, unfriendly New York, right? That's where you want to go. Stinky. And so they were super excited, and they were so, the show was so excited that they gave us a montage of the chefs flying to New York, Newark Airport before they went to New York. And let's let's put you in the mood of that flight, shall we? <laughs> And we've landed in Newark Airport, folks. Can, you were there, right, on the journey with us during that music. It was like, I can see that we're flying over Georgia. Mm-hmm. We're flying over North Carolina. We're flying around D.C. We don't want to go over D.C. We just want can't, to fly around can't do it. D.C. Can't do it. 
flew up past Pittsburgh, turned to the right to get to Newark, and put her down. Mm-hmm. And we're rocking the whole and way. And we're rocking the whole way. And then, you know, you get out of the airport at Newark Airport, and you're like, okay, so let's catch this taxi to New York, because no one wants to stay in Newark. Nobody does. It's not that bad now. Shut up. No one wants to be in <laughs> Newark. Really and shit on New Jersey. <laughs> and um, Padma's there to greet them. And they're like, oh, cool. Padma's here. She's probably going to walk us. Thank God you're here, Padma. You can walk us to our transportation to New York City because that's why we flew fucking six hours mm-hmm. <laughs> up the coast to New Jersey, right? So we can go to New York. And she's like, I'm not so fast. You're challenge starts now and you're going to be here in Newark airport cooking. Mm-hmm. And aren't you excited for that? In so have- Newark <laughs> where all your dreams go to die. Okay, so um, they have to cook in Newark I, airport's can I, uh, kitchen. One quick interjection. When we originally watched this episode, uh, Car- they were like, we can see New York City. Carrie was like, no, you can't. From Newark airport, you cannot see New York City. <laughs> well, I think they, they kind of were making fun of, especially Malarkey's, you know, he told us a couple of things about his flying experience. Mm-hmm. He's never been in first class, which he assumes is the only place you could ever get food, which mm-hmm. isn't necessarily true. Um, but they also, they showed a clip of him and he was like, oh, look, New York City. And someone had like drawn a picture like kind of in crayon and put it on his window and i guess he had just looked out he's like oh i just can see the freaking empire state building everything oh my god it's new york skyline oh wow look yeah and then the pilot came back and they were like would you like to come up and see the front he was like i can come up here oh wow yeah he got the wings he got the little wings put on his lapel he's like i'm the pilot yeah they and he said, the usually patches. we give this to kids, but I think we're going to make an exception today. Yeah. He was like, yeah. And he got to use the microphone and he was like, oh, folks, what's up? <laughs> right now we're flying over New York City. We're going so fast. We're going grits, grits, grits. <laughs> Can you, is Malarkey his real last name? Yep. Yeah. Brian Malarkey. Because yep, yep, yep. doesn't Malarkey. Malarkey mean like shit? Isn't like cut cut all that malarkey? Isn't like like a, like a term? I think it's nonsense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it fits yeah. fits him. It fits fits him. There's a lot of nonsense. A lot of nonsense with him in a good way. He's, he's a little silly. He, he's very silly. So, had a fun hat on during this. Real fun. Yes. Super fun. <laughs> he had his he had his vacation hat on. Yeah, he had his Jurassic Park vacation hat on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love their look on their faces when they're like, I'm not dressed for Newark. I'm dressed for New York City. Mm-hmm. When Padma's like, yeah, your trip stops here. To get to New York, you got to cook here first. And they're like, oh, I picked this outfit out. And Dale, who's dressed like a casino dealer, mm-hmm. um, is like, <laughs> it's like, oh, my God, <laughs> with his Argyle sweater. He was dressed, but like he, he acts like he was dressed – Appropriately, but he was because you can gamble in New Jersey, but not in New York. Not in yeah, New York. he was actually dressed really appropriately. He was, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the elimination challenges the contestants flew to Newark Liberty International Airport and using the Continental Airlines kitchen at Newark Airport, they had to prepare a meal for first class uh, passengers, and the meal had to be reheated and served aboard a. Boeing 777 in a hangar to 14 Continental flight attendants and judges. This is a good challenge. Yeah, this is I a like well it. done, fun, yeah. uh, challenging cooking challenge. It's not too yeah. stupid. I mean, it's like the facilities weren't great for them all the way in their cooking, which is like, you know, I don't like when like that's the problem. Is that like it's like we can't cook because we're not a burn. That that shouldn't be a thing. Yeah. But like. This is a good challenge. I yeah, mean, basically I, the like microwave challenge that we've seen that that you know that kind of happens yeah. a lot, but it's a good challenge. This this is a challenge. That if I was on the show, I'd be a little intimidated because like, oh, I'm cooking airplane food, and I've always you know complained about airplane food. Now, mm-hmm. well, you have like, you stand like up, right? got your whole career, yeah, based mm-hmm. off talking about yeah. Cooking, about I don't want to do the old bits, but yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I always talk about you know kind of like what's. What the heck's going on with this whole mm-hmm. airplane? You're like, what food? the heck's going on with airplane food? And you just yeah. really dig into broccolini in airplane yeah, like, food. I'm like, you ever seen these things? Broccolini? 
More like Braga Stinky. Mm-hmm. It crushes. Fucking destroys. Can't wait yeah. until you can do that in front of a crowd. Yeah, I can't <laughs> wait until I can do my bits again. <laughs> yeah. In front of live audiences. I'm going to tear it up. They're yeah. hungry for it, too. Oh, yeah. People want to laugh. They That's need a to time. Laugh. <laughs> you don't need to laugh right now. <laughs> yeah. It's a time where people want to, they need to laugh. They want to laugh. It feels good to laugh again. Earth you know? is on fire. Yeah. Everything feels like it's burning down. It's like the comedy stage is so important now. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. it's our last bastion of like sanity, you know, mm-hmm. truth tellers, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, truly, you're just, yeah, you're, you know, that's you're just a bard back you know back in the day they didn't have tv they just had people who would tell stories and sing songs and mm-hmm. cavemen yeah. cavemen you're you're, yeah. Yeah, you're painting on the walls I'm that's why on the, the wall yeah you do the cave wall behind you you do a little painting of a deer and unlike other people's paintings my painting doesn't care about like your feelings it just cares about the <laughs> truth mm-hmm. yeah and i'm putting how the many truth cavemen there. got canceled that's what i say <laughs> this is cavemen cancel culture <laughs> Just because they're saying the truth on the wall. Yeah. It's it just painted. Like he's like, it, what's it the joke. issue? It yeah. joke. It, it joke. It true. What problem? <laughs> you lighten up. What light, but you lighten up. <laughs> How me get fired? Me not know what fire is. Hey, fire up. Fire up. You can't fire me. Yes. I have me five saber tooth tiger at home. You are like night. You should be more like sun. This is so fucking stupid. Uh, so they, they gotta cook. They gotta me, cook. Me sorry if drawing hurt feeling. But drawing my truth. Was not intention. Yeah. Suppose written on yeah. the wall. <laughs> Me go away for a few months. Go to counseling. Yeah, yeah. Me come back. Yeah. Make better drawings. Me, me go to different cave. Say, yeah. Write same drawings. Prefer me. new cave. New cave more understanding. <laughs> the dumbest bit, but it is very funny. All right, so they're cooking, and uh, you know they're doing the obvious montage of them cooking in a kitchen with gigantic saucepans and frying pans in this kitchen they're not used to. And we get to a point where Hung shows us yet again how much he knows how to play this game, and how everyone else doesn't get it—that this isn't a team game. So listen. Forty-seven people. Where's CJ? Is he packing up his cart? I don't see CJ, I know time's running out, but he needs to finish up. But I saw Hung cleaning his knives. Hung, are you done? Yeah, I'm done. No matter what, you don't let the person next to you go down. Even though this is a competition, I want to have my dish be evaluated next to someone's who is complete and doesn't lose on a technicality. At this point, I'm starting to realize that Hung is not the team player. I think that's wrong, I just think it shows no integrity. CJ, do you need help? There's much more to being a chef than just a pretty plate that tastes good. CJ never asked me for help, so I'm cleaning my station. He never asked for. He's help. got a point. He's got yeah. a point. This is a this is a competition. It's not a team elimination. You didn't ask for help. How do I know you need help? Exactly. You have to vocalize it. I mean, you need to vocalize. Can it. he just turn to his left and see that CJ is struggling to open a can yes, and is using but... a knife to open it because he can't <laughs> find a can opener? Does that scream he needs help? No, because he didn't say it. He didn't say it out loud. <laughs> and if he is smashing the top of a can with a knife in a kind of scary, dangerous way, yeah. it doesn't mean that he like. I'm supposed to be like, uh, do you need help? opening that do you need help with anything i i assume you knew what you're doing because you're you know big tall adult so I yeah you're like you're like six foot ten you know what you're yeah. doing yeah you're how do i oldest how person do I, here i guess yeah you're how right. do i not yeah. how do i not know that you don't like opening cans with knives that way like i don't know that yeah, yeah. and then he maybe was worried that he might insult him by saying yeah. hey you're doing this like an idiot do you want to yeah. do this the right way casey was like hey don't ask someone for help i did that to clay first yeah. week and i got yelled he at. he probably saw that too yeah mm-hmm. joey ripped me a new one um they get to the hangar and they're about to do the competition and then we get introduced to some of the guest judges and we got jimmy Kenora from continental 
And then we have a guy who's finally making his return because Howie the Bulldog is gone. Anthony Bourdain is back on the show, and he looks like he's thinks he's like super tough. But Anthony, we all remember your last time you were here. You you got checked and checked hard. It all right. is so fucking funny. Yeah. That's literally what happened. Howie scared him away. Yep. Howie gets sent home. He he's immediately up. back. And now so he's got funny. Yeah, he's got so much shit to say now because Howie's gone. So he's talking again. It's basically like the Friday when, yeah. like, when yeah. Debo's here, I'd be quiet. Yeah. But when you leave, I'd be talking again. Yeah. And so Debo yeah. left and now uh, Bourdain and Smokey couldn't start talking again. Yeah. Bourdain's got mind control over Howie. Yep. When he's here, he'd be quiet. I'd be quiet. But when he leave, he'd be talking I'd be, again. I'd be cooking again. Um, so <laughs> Dale, Dale miscounted his portions and someone doesn't get a steak. And Dale, that's not good when you're trying to serve passengers on a plane. Can you imagine being on that plane where everyone gets this steak off off and you're the one person who doesn't? I don't want to be on that plane because that plane's going down. Yeah, that person's going to be living. <laughs> I think we all know that that plane's going and down. And is that maybe what has happened to Malarkey and some of his flights where he didn't get a meal that was long enough where everyone just gets a meal? You don't have yeah. to be in first class <laughs> yeah. where they just ran out and they didn't tell him. And then he just was mm-hmm. patiently sitting there and just like, well, if I'd been in first class, I would have gotten a meal. <laughs> and maybe that's what they should have told that guy. Well, if you'd, yeah. been, if you'd worked a little harder. You yeah. got to first class. He, yeah. you could have he had was sitting in business class. Yeah. I, I I love how they presented the um the flight attendants with like the military top yes. chef music <laughs> dun 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 dun, 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 dun like stormtrooper. Yeah, they dun. marched into the plane. Yeah. And they're like, whoa, whoa, dun 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 dun. And they're all doing that. Um, they're all doing that. Okay, bye bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yes. Bye-bye now. When is the Death Star going to be finished? Um, Your lack of first class. Your last. Your lack of first class. I find your lack of first class. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Bane. (laughs) 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 Some Uh, people were born in first class. Yeah. (laughs) Some people, you, You just adopted it. You merely adopted first class. I was born in it. First time I saw business class, I was already a man. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> welcome to my hole batman yeah i grew up in this hole yeah, yeah. that's when tom was like i wouldn't serve fish on a plane and bane was like it would be painful for you for you <laughs> yeah, so, who was the bane of this was it maybe tom was tom the bane of this tom. Tom. yeah i think it was tom yeah um, um do you guys uh did you guys know that sea bass is a super fatty fish <laughs> I didn't until this episode when Hung said it 9,000 times. And listen, Hung was right. He Hung, was right. Hung is an he asshole, right. and he yeah. is quite a character, but he is right about a lot of things, even yeah. when he's lying sometimes. Yeah. So, yeah. Tom, yeah. Because Tom, Tom was, was like, like, what are you, what no. are you doing cooking fish? And he's like, well, <laughs> chef, chef, sea bass, it's a very oily fish. It's going to keep the moisture. There's no way this fish dries out. And I was like, okay, take it easy. Yeah. Dude was and right. And then he was right. Everyone then, loved his dish. Yeah. And then you know what the hardest part of this challenge is? People keep moving my simmer pot off the thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, it's, so you have, it's nearly impossible to overcook sea bass. Yeah. I loved, like, how they, I loved how they talk about food that way. You have to yeah. try hard to ruin the sea bass. Yeah, yeah. It's so oily. It's so it's so moisture ridden. You, you got to really overcook it. Yeah. It's like, unless you're some kind of like fucking idiot like Clay, then yeah, you can yeah. probably do it. Most normal people, they don't overcook Meanwhile, uh, Sarah or Sarah decided to cook salmon and that's very easy to overcook and she does overcook it and cooks it too hard and sends it to Bourdain and Tom and Tom's like, this is most disappointing. Yeah. I expected better from you. The salmon is bad. She was like, maybe I shouldn't. Uh, did I make a mistake cooking salmon? She's like, not as big as a mistake as I made eating it. Mm. <laughs> Bourdain was like truly living with the, with his Howie Gone moment. Just yeah, being like, was. ew, this is yucky. <laughs> yes. yeah. The broccolini comes out and he's like, I had one bite and stopped. Yeah. Yeah. And then he heard someone in the back with like a thick New York accent. He got really worried. He turned around. Yeah, and he's like, like is he here? <laughs> is he here? No, I don't see him. You told me he okay. wasn't here. Yes. You he said he wouldn't be here. Right, he said you he said he wasn't. You said no one who's read my book would be here. Um, Casey makes veal medallions and Bourdain loves it. He laps it up. Um, I The idea of eating baby cow at like 
in a plane is just weird to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, I mean, I get it as like, I mean, I wouldn't eat it, but like, I get it as like an Italian dish, but on a plane, we're serving veal. Yeah. Seems a little much. Uh, Yeah. I I, would, I would question, I question veal in general, but I would question veal on a plane. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I try to only do nice things on planes because I feel like you're so close to God. Yeah. That he is seeing it even faster than you think. So if you're up there mm. fucking around eating babies, he's like, yeah. "Oh shit, he's I'm like, gonna send this he's plane like, down." Oh, okay. So you want some turbulence that scares the life out of you? Okay, yeah, okay, you go. great. Have, have go. some turbulence. Yeah. yeah. See ya. See you. You're dead. Wanna be ya. Um. So yeah, Casey wins with her veal nuggets. Who um, who who served the gi- the giant steak? That was uh, Brian, I think. Yeah, yeah. Brian, Brian. served a it, it huge really, steak. They make the joke of it looks like a Flintstone style, and it really yeah. was. It was very, very yeah. large. Yeah. Well, large. they they had to like they even had they had to serve it evenly on both sides of the plane, or it was going to go down. Yeah. Like, they had to was, be very yeah. aware. Mm-hmm. If they put like one steak on the left side, the they plane will of, tip. They they had to put plates on left and right at the same time. Yep. Otherwise, mm-hmm. the plane was going to just do a barrel roll. It was going to mm-hmm. yeah. It was going to do a barrel roll. Star Fox sixty four. So let's listen to Bourdain review CJ's dish. I thought looking at the broccolini was, dude, what are you thinking? What are you thinking? First, you know, bad decision to even use the, the vegetable, cook it that way. Right. Really bad decision to serve it after you saw it coming out of the oven. It, it was horrifying. Unimaginable that that could be served in any a customer situation. In prison, you couldn't serve it. It was wretched. CJ's, is this dish that sends you home? No. No. No, I think my dish was, I think it was a good dish. I- <laughs> and I like this because it's like, food is subjective, you know? Yeah. Bourdain yeah. says, I wouldn't serve this in a prison, it's so terrible. Uh-huh. And then CJ says, I think it was pretty good. It was pretty good. <laughs> it was a pretty my, good my dish. dish was good. Bourdain's being, Bourdain's being boisterous now because Howie's gone. That's the part that was cut out when CJ's like, he's just talking because Howie's not here to check his ass. Yeah. So uh, I'm taking everything he's saying with a, a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. And how he didn't like, and uh, Bourdain didn't like that. So he was like, "Get this guy out of here, yeah, get him out of here." And they do; they get rid of CJ. Tom Let's... said it was the worst thing Dish. he'd eaten in three years of the show. And it's like Marcel made avocado and bacon ice cream. Come yeah. on, man. Yeah, I think that's worse. Definitely than, than like burnt broccolini. Burnt broccolini. Come on. They never so said what was wrong with it, did they? They were just like, they said it was bad. He yeah, said it was a little overcooked. They never quite said what it was. He did say, Bourdain did say, and this could be where it, it we know what was wrong with it, is that it had seemed like he found it in, under Bob Marley's bed, like in Bob Marley's room. Yes. Which oh, means so the problem like, is yeah. that it was wheat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was giving him dank. Yeah. He served him dank. And you know what? Nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-mm. They, the, the plane was grounded, but them diners are getting a little high. Yeah. I think they are feeling real iry. I think they're feeling a little iry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Bourdain was irate. So let's listen to CJ's elimination. <laughs> CJ, please pack your knives and go. Can I uh, say something? Sure. I just want to say thank you very much for this experience. I appreciate all the feedback. I've learned a lot, met a lot of great people, and it was a great experience. Thank you, CJ. And good luck to you. Thank you. Good luck. Sayonara. It's been great knowing you guys. Great meeting you. Bye-bye. Good job. Great memories, good times. Bye, Steve. myself well in this competition, made a lot of new friends, made connections, who knows how else I would have made them. But I'm looking forward very much to what's going to happen next in my life. That's one of the things the show has really done for me, is kind of opened my horizons when I own my own place. And I think that's coming up for me. But first of all, I'd love to sit down and have a beer with Anthony Bourdain and talk about my broccolini. Well, you have plenty of time to do that. Yep. That's you're out. So he's got some very confident energy. The very beginning, yeah. he's like, "Everyone get out of the way, so I can say something." And the judge yeah. is like, "I guess we have to." And then he kind of does a pitch for another job at the end, where he's like, "I'd like to be on Bourdain's show." Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think that's why the cameraman 
changed in like season four and it was so tall. Mm-hmm. The angles was always pointed mm-hmm. down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. CJ's working the cameras, the mm-hmm. ones and twos. The ones and twos. <laughs> getting the shots. <laughs> so CJ's gone home and now Hung is the new point total leader. And then Dale and then um Casey and then Dale and Sarah and then in last place is Brian. So that's who's left. We're we're getting down to it. We got uh Three weeks left. Yeah. It's getting Season down three. Nitty gritty. It's a pretty good episode. Yeah. I liked it. I, they, they did everything okay. with it. So let's end this show, this uh, podcast with a segment that we always do called Brian Jackson in Action. This is where Brian's going to tell us a story of him being in action recently. Go ahead, Brian. Hmm. This is very similar to Brian Jackson in Action last week, which I feel like was me talking about taking action with a, with a fan. But, um, oh, you know what? Let's set this up for next week. I did, I ate at Kraft. I ate at Tom's flagship restaurant, Kraft, mm-hmm. in New York City the other week. Uh, and next week, so that's my action. And next week, I'll give a nice review. I'll do it, I'll do an in-depth analysis of my meal All at Kraft. Right. That was a little teaser right there for next week. So that's it for season four, episode 13 of Pod Chef. We'll see you next week. Until next time, we're going to pack our knives and go.